0: To help you heal. You have heard me talk many times about your chronic illness being your guide, your ally and your superpower but beyond that is the information and the wisdom that's held within your chronic illness or in fact that your chronic illness communicates, that your chronic, chronic illness is a conduit for, is that the information, is that the wisdom that will help you heal on a multi dimensional level. That's what I'm going to be discussing in today's bonus episode. Hello and welcome back, lovely, lovely listener. I hope you are well today.
1: Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot.
0: So as I just alluded to in the intro, beyond using your chronic illness as a guide and ally and superpower, have you ever considered that it's the exact thing you need to help you heal? Not only in terms of your chronic illness becoming soothed and less active over time, but in terms of nourishing and rebuilding on multi-levels, And supporting deep growth in your life and as you move forward on your healing journey, on your chronic illness journey. Your chronic illness is, I believe anyway, is the key that fits your very unique lock. And as a part of yourself, with a capital S, your chronic illness holds the exact wisdom and information that you need. I talk a lot about the wisdom of chronic illness and how when we tune into it we can allow it to guide us in life and this is another avenue of that philosophy. I remember quite vividly sitting on the end of my bed one morning and I really was a shell of my former self and I just thought how the bloody hell did I get here when did I start thinking so little of myself? When did it become normal for me to talk to myself in such a horrible way? When did I stop dreaming big? And when did my chronic illness completely consume my life? There was no moment where I realized all that was happening or all that had happened until until I did, until it was almost too late. Something that's quite ironic as a side note is that 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 whole idea of your chronic illness consuming you and your life is one of the things that people are most afraid of when they think about bringing their chronic illness into the fold of their life. But what they don't realise is that they're probably at a point where chronic illness is already consuming their life and that bringing it into the fold will allow it to retreat into the background a bit more. Which actually brings me on to another side note. I want to emphasise how living a chronic illness informed life, living with your chronic illness as your ally and your guide, isn't about it being a dictator in your life, but more of a north star. I talk more about this in a podcast episode I just recorded and just went live with um, the wonderful Ruth Poundwhite. I will leave a link in the show notes, but it's all about how I tap into the wisdom of my chronic illness and how I run my business in a chronic illness-informed way. That morning on the end of my bed, noticing all the parts of me that had been lost to living the chronic illness struggle, and that quite honestly were on shaky ground way before that, you know. Just the parts of you that get challenged and worn down through living life sometimes... I realised that I could no longer fight my chronic illness, I could no longer remain in that struggle and I could no longer pour all of my energy into quote-unquote healing my symptoms and fixing my again quote-unquote broken self because not only had I not really got anywhere with that in the seven odd years I'd been trying to do it in that way, I had no energy left even if I wanted to continue fighting. And I also knew that there was really nothing else for me to try. Something that I know so many of you are familiar with, you know, that trying every avenue, going down every avenue, trying everything, trying everything that promises this fix and this cure and this remedy. But really, after a short stint of relief, that, you know, it doesn't do anything for you. That is the nature of quick fixes, right? The only option that I could see that was available to me was to stop trying to fix and heal and to start living my life with my chronic illness as it was because I couldn't put myself and my life on hold anymore and I say that was the only option but that was one of two because the alternative was just to completely give up and shrink even more and to retract from life even more and that was a big big no from me I now look back and I am so grateful that the way my chronic illness was presenting itself at the time meant that very, on a very practical, very physical level, but also bringing online my core beliefs and values, I couldn't try and live in a way that was despite my chronic illness or, you know, that disregarded my chronic illness or by carrying on life regardless or trying to suppress it. I had to do it in a way that worked with my chronic illness and that I was physically, mentally and energetically capable of at the time. The question I asked myself was how do I get on with life if when I try to do things I doubt myself so heavily, when I look in the mirror and I hate what I see, when rather than be my biggest cheerleader, I am my biggest critic. These were all things that I didn't realise... ...had happened until they had happened, right? And that stuff was completely paralysing. It was like falling at the first hurdle again and again and again. But it also laid breadcrumbs that helped me move forward... ...and gradually work through precisely what was paralysing me. It is what planted the seeds for and later grew into your chronic illness ally. I saw that all of the parts of me that needed love, compassion and attention... ...were also... The parts of me that, when cared for, when accepted, when shown that compassion, would provide sturdy foundations on which I could start living the life I wanted to live in a really nourishing and sustainable and aligned way. Not only that, but looking at what my chronic illness was asking of me at the time, I was able to start working through stuff that I'd been holding in my body for most of my life that process of looking inwards allowed me to connect with what I now call my inner healing wisdom. And there was this voice and I locate it, I could literally locate it to my left hip. It was this voice that was coming from that part of my body. And it was saying, what if the answer or what if the direction you need to be moving in is this thing? I'd constantly ask myself that question when I was wondering why my eczema was so angry and active and I'd been flaring for so many years without respite and why nothing I was doing was quote-unquote working. It makes me think about all the other things around us where the answer is within the thing, like how exposure to a virus allows us to build immunity and strength so that our bodies are more resilient should we encounter that virus again or how the planet is very literally showing us what it is we need to do to stop causing hurt and damage and destruction and to increase the chances of the human race being able to survive here the answer is within the thing the answer is within your chronic illness. Whether you see it as your chronic illness having a purpose, whether you want to see it as your chronic illness holding the intelligence and answers, both perspectives work and actually I think we can hold both of those at the same time. I've often looked back on that time I spent, I sat on the end of my bed as a choice I made right. I often look back on it and think oh I chose to start living with my chronic illness as my ally and I chose to start using it as my guide and Whilst, yes, that's true, it's also not entirely true. But just because it wasn't a conscious choice that I made doesn't mean that I am not a million times grateful that it happened. Because my body plus my values gave me no choice. But that is the best opportunity I could have been presented with. All the stuff that you get to explore and all the things that you get to pour nourishment into and nurture as a result of that opportunity the opportunity to learn how to work with your chronic illness and hear what it's trying to tell you. It sets you up for a life so wonderful and it sets you up so fantastically. It really is your superpower. That may sound like a throwaway comment but honestly I mean it with every fibre of my being. Living with your chronic illness as your ally and your guide is an incredible gift and it's the gift that allows your chronic illness to become your superpower. Some people look to a higher power in life, something they trust to watch over them, or something they consult to guide them. That could be your God, it could be cards, it could be the moon, seasons, your menstrual cycle, a plethora of things. I regard myself as a spiritual person, as a person that believes in a higher entity, And over the years I've connected with my chronic illness, I've come to know that one of those higher powers, because why can't we have many, is within me. It is my inner wisdom and my inner guide. And I see my chronic illness as a conduit. That might sound completely bananas, but I'm here for it. Tuning into your body at this level and not disregarding any part of it namely your chronic illness but also all the other parts you get to accept and embrace through this work allows you to build the foundations that mean there is nothing you can't face in this life there is nothing you can't aim for and work towards or work through and that's not because you're unshakable or because nothing will hurt you things will shake you and things will hurt you But through this work, you'll learn what it means to stay with yourself, to not abandon yourself, no matter what. And you'll learn how to grow from those experiences. You'll learn how to sit with your vulnerabilities and be curious about them rather than dismissive. You'll be supported as you reconnect with your ambition and your tenacity. You'll learn how important it is to show yourself compassion and acceptance you'll see that you can love yourself towards your future, towards your goals, towards your dreams, rather than berate and punish yourself there, right? Again, in the podcast I was on, it's called Quiet Ambition, by the way, with Ruth Poundwhite, I was talking about how I use the wisdom of my chronic illness in business, as I said, to guide and inspire me. And we kind of had a mutual question, a question that was put out to um, everyone listening, but to both of us too. And she asked me, what am I thankful to my chronic illness for? And and the answer that came to me is that I am so, so thankful to it for showing me how to love myself no matter what. And that has helped me in so many ways in the past couple of years Where that person sitting on the end of her bed would have looked at herself and been horrible and nasty and berating. But now I see these as opportunities to double down on compassion, to double down on love and acceptance. And isn't that an amazing thing? One quick reminder that the wait list for your chronic illness ally is open and I'm welcoming in some really wonderful people and I'd love to welcome you in too you can find the link in the show notes or head to my website alanaholloway.com and click on the work with me tab that's it from me today I'm sending you lots of love and I will speak to you later in the week
1: right at home. Go to PrettyLitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market
0: bringing on board the right kind of support can be the missing piece of the puzzle that so many of us don't realize we actually need what would you do if you had the most epic support squad by your side what would that unleash in you and what would it make possible for you in your life? If you're wondering how to start figuring that out, if you've got no idea where to start, I've got the perfect thing for you. My quiz, are you more Michelle, Gaga or Mindy? And what would their support squad unleash in you is now live. You can find the link to it in the show notes and in the bio. Don't wait another moment. Hop on over to the quiz to find out who you're channeling now.